Good evening, listeners. Happy Monday, am I right? Mondays. We're podcasting on a Monday. Something like that. <laughs> so we for for let 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 me introduce the podcast and then let's talk about the scheduling. This is the Under the Scope yeah. podcast. I'm Will Brost. I'm your host, and you are Patrick Anderson, and you're talking that to is me. To me, yes. So now that that's out of the way, we've done a pretty good job of like every two weeks on a Sunday afternoon putting up a new podcast. I think we had three episodes in a row like that, and mm-hmm. we are a day off from making that a four episode streak. So uh, our consistency comes to an end here. Uh, we, we messed up. We did. We did. I, I really liked our oh. podcast. Hopefully, we can get back to doing Sundays in the in the future. But you know, things come up, and uh, yep. so that, that's just how it, how it goes. And now we're podcasting on a Monday. So, you know, we're working overtime on on Mondays just because we love you guys. Yeah. So if we sound a little bit little bit more down, well, you know exactly what the what the reason is. <laughs> we have a case of the Mondays. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what it is yep so uh this is the uh i'm trying to think so other than james blake is there another artist that we've discussed two separate albums from i guess kanye west too we've i mean we discussed him like 10 times we, on this we, channel we mention his name every time yeah right it's an it's an inevitable like beetle juicing (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah because uh yeah i think that you might be i'm trying to think i I think that because drake might be the drake did we we did a views pod right so we did views and scorpion we did scorpion so that's a repeat okay so but either way it's very rare that we discuss two albums from the same artist um, yeah, well, we've, I mean, this has only been, what, like, uh, four years? Yeah, something like that. We've, yeah. we've done it, so, yeah, it makes sense that we're only just now getting to, to repeats. And it's rare that, you know, albums, you know, like, sometimes an artist can release a notable album, and then, like, the next time they release an album, it's, like, not as notable at the time. Right, um, right. Like, I think we did Animal Collective Painting with, but then their follow-up album, like, we just didn't even discuss at all. Right. So that right. happens sometimes, but Boney Vare is a, a pretty prominent artist in the uh, indie scene. So we figured we talked about him last time. Uh, this new album is interesting enough to talk about again. So Boney Vare, welcome to the two podcast club. Welcome to the two episodes. Congratulations. Club. He's in yeah, it. coveted. Yeah, it's a real inner circle right now. Um, much much like the SNL five five time host. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> Boney Vare is the uh, the Steve Martin of uh, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if if you didn't listen to our twenty to a million podcast way back in twenty sixteen, go listen to that. Um, and if you don't want to go back and listen to that, and you still don't know who Boney Vare is, well, let me introduce them slash him for you. Um. And let me just establish that now. I don't know if Boney Vare is a them or a him. Uh, I don't know if it's a group or if it's just Justin Vernon. Ever since the beginning of time, uh, I've never really gotten a good grasp yeah. on that. I feel like at this point it is like understood as like a collective that's masterminded by Justin Vernon. Okay. Like, 
that makes feels sense. like an LCD sound system kind of situation. Right, or like a Gorillas, where it's basically just Damon sure. Albarn. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I I might alternate between they and he throughout the review. That's just how how it goes with me. So whatever yeah, sounds that, natural that's... at the time, that's the pronoun <laughs> I'm running with. So. Yeah, that's Will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Just throw credibility out of the window. I don't know if I'm talking about a single musician or not, but here's my take. Um, so, Bon Iver, I guess, is a band founded by Justin Vernon. Uh, that's one yes. way. That's one way of saying it, and it's true either way. Um, Born out of the woods of Wisconsin. Exactly. Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, so, Bon Iver, um has seen quite the uh, genre shift throughout, you know, their history. Um, the 20, let me think here, 2007, I think, was uh, their debut album for Emma Forever Ago. Yeah. That was seen, and still is seen, I guess, as one of the best indie folk records of the century, really. Um, mm-hmm. uh, their follow-up eponymous record in 2011 um kind of shifted to more chamber pop and uh indie rock i guess in general still kind of folky but straight you know it wasn't cabin in the woods type of folk anymore um right right yeah so uh but their most jarring tonal shift uh probably came with 2016's folktronica record 22 a million um and as i mentioned we did do a podcast on that album and here we are with I guess I comma I, I I, uh, I'm going I I I yeah yeah I I uh, which uh, Wikipedia has as a chamber folk record, kind of seems like a mixture of a bunch of things they've been doing in the past, but it's different enough. Um, so I I currently has an eighty three out of a hundred on Metacritic, um, an eight point eight on Pitchfork. They almost big thiefed them on that. Not quite, but eight point eight, almost a nine, but not quite, and uh, a six out of ten from Anthony Fantano. Um, what say you, Patrick? How do you feel? I say, I, I I say there are very good arguments for all of those scores, mm. uh, which is which is an interesting thing um, because I can I can see this this album is. Uh, complicated one where i can see the the highs of why you would want it why you would put it at an 8.8 kind of thing and the mid-level disappointment where you would rank it as a kind of average six out of ten indie record Mm -hmm. so there's a this has been a very very i will say this I have my negative thoughts on this and positive thoughts on this, but overall, this has been a very satisfying uh, digestion for a record because you know I, I, it it definitely gave me a lot of uh, things to think about. Yeah, I agree with that. Like everything you just said, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, it, I guess, kind of the general reaction. It is at an eighty-three Metacritic, but. You know that it's a little cool. de- it's a little deceptive because it implies that everyone yeah. is a, at about an eight out of ten, which isn't the case. I've seen a lot of album of the year buzz. I've seen a lot of like worst record or worst Boney Vare record. You know, I've seen some of that too, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's all valid. Uh, and I agree that you know, love or hate the record, which we'll obviously get into. 
this was a really interesting listen and it is interesting every time I listen to it and I'm trying to really unpack everything and formulate my own thoughts. It's been kind of a rewarding experience um, in that aspect. Um, yeah. So I'm glad we're doing this podcast. That all said, I guess just to kind of actually get into it, I am uh, a little disappointed uh, with this record overall. Um, yeah. I'll, 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 I I honestly am a little bit too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. It, it, you know, there's um, a... It, it, I don't even know how to... It's more like disappointed but more so conflicted because there are those like obvious positives to take away from the record yeah there's so much yeah though. yeah anyway go ahead i'm just kind of ranting i i no no i i agree with you i'm i'm not trying to take away from your point I, but i'm like adding on to that i i like it it feels a little bit like okay here's the thing Going to a million as an example. Yes. When it came out, I was disappointed by it, but I was more fascinated by it than I am this record. Yes. Um, and I think that Twenty Two a Million has aged very well in my eyes because of that. Yes. Um. And uh, and this one, like, I, there are very surface level good moments on it, but the experimentation on it is not as ambitious as Twenty Two a Million. And so, like, with that, it's, like, there's interesting sounds and uh, sounds and, and texture to this, but it doesn't hold as much weight as, um, as like, something like that. So, so I think that it, you nailed it with the conflicted because there are interesting moments and, and high points on here that are very pretty and uh well written and well constructed but there's some things that i'm just like uh nah. some forgettable stuff which is something i usually don't think about with bony bear you you're, know you're nailing it so far like as far as you know the things i was the the takeaways i had i think generally line up with uh, a lot of the takeaways you've had 22 a nice. million just to briefly discuss that one i think at the time i gave it a seven or so on the podcast and it ended yeah. up, I think on the, on my year end, it ended somewhere around like number 35. You are, yeah. you are right. I think that has aged well. And I think I probably undersold the record at the time. And, uh, I, I actually just listened to it today and I'm like, wow, this actually holds up pretty well. And, yeah, um, I actually, I, I did a similar thing where I, I, after listening to this, I kind of went through his discography once through because I was like I want to see how I feel about these old records still mm-hmm. um, at 22 million yeah it, it definitely held up a lot better than I thought it, it it would but also it was just crazy and here's an appreciation for this record as well mm-hmm. it's it's really crazy to hear where we've come from with Bon Iver from for Emma he's had a really like, fascinating discography absolutely yeah yeah it's like it's just all of a sudden like whoa this is it's so different like this is a completely different sound so it that there's an appreciation there for the growth um yeah i think uh but this is maybe yeah. you know not i mean this definitely isn't my favorite bony bear record but i can at least step back and appreciate like He's trying something different, and this yeah. is different enough from Twenty to a Million, where I, he's definitely taking some of those ideas, but 
it, it's different enough to where it doesn't feel like a total retread on previous ideas. Um, so, you know, it it sounds like I'm playing political, like, hey, you know, way to go, Boney Bear, you tried something different. Um, but I think that should be said, because it, it, it he easily could have just done the same thing. He could have just made For Emma Forever ago, like, five albums in a row, because that is still probably, yeah. like in the eyes of many people, his best album. You know, Skin, mm-hmm. Skinny Love is his biggest song by a, a mile, and he could have just done that mm-hmm. his entire career. Um, gone the Lumineers yeah. route, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would have we would have missed out on... Or we would have <laughs> had a lot of really... really annoying stuff. <laughs> so, I, I think what it, what it is... Because uh, I've been trying to figure out as I'm listening to this, why don't I like this as much? And why is this probably my least favorite Bon Iver record? And I think it's, um, you mentioned it, it's not as experimental as 22 a Million, but it's also not as accessible as his earlier stuff. It's not as traditional. And it's, it, it there's elements of everything he's kind of done to this point. And so it's kind of in this awkward middle ground yeah it's like uh the identity isn't really there it's really hard to kind of sum up this album in a sentence or two there's a lot going on and i don't know if it has that like cohesion that his other records do so yeah maybe that's it a hundred percent yeah no the i completely agree with you because what he what what justin vernon and boney bear as a whole have been like amazing at doing from for Emma up to 22 a million. I mean, it's only three records, but you know, right. from there to there mm-hmm. with, with those three records, um, what they were amazing at doing is creating a theme and creating like some sort of immersive theme. Like for Emma is such like a bleak skeletal wintry mm-hmm. heartbreak. Right. Right. You feel that all the way through. Uh, self-titled is like a surreal like uh, surrealist like American landscape and like uh, indie kind of like dreamy a little bit too yeah like yeah like kind of like dream poppy in a way but and like you you feel some sort of concept in that right some sort of mm-hmm. grand uh, grandeur in there and then 22 a million is obviously like it's like a it's like a, a a bleak electronic uh, like like disintegration or whatever right like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know like that that kind of thing right like more existential and esoteric and then this one lays within that ground of like he doesn't really know yeah like you said the identity's not there so it feels like i don't know really where i'm going i'm just gonna like take from my past and put it on here and I don't really feel like this is a new sound from the other stuff, but it's not inventive. And it's because yes. I've heard this sound from him before. So, like, I, I haven't, I'm not hearing anything new, new. It's just new music. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, ex- that's exactly it. Like, it's still in the same lane, kind of, as 22 and Million. There isn't, mm-hmm. it's different enough to where it isn't a total rehash, but it's, it's not so different that you can call this like a completely separate d- departure, I guess, from his right. previous. It, it, it's in this awkward like, 
and I think the the, the issue with that is it becomes it, it loses impact. Like, um, I think down the road, it, this will end up being like maybe his most forgettable record uh, in a lot yep. of ways because there isn't that like oh this is Boney Vare's Folktronica album or oh this is his cabin in the woods album or you know there's nothing like that it's just yeah i feel i feel kind of a lack of focus on this one exactly like there's, yeah yeah it feels more like yeah it, it feels a lot more just sporadic and a little less, yeah like just just less cohesive <clears throat> less focused less less thoughtful mm-hmm. um mm-hmm you know just overall I mean, there are definitely are high points on here and and that's the thing it's like okay will you you said you're conflicted it to this point will you all you've said is uh, there's you know no cohesion no identity yeah. your least favorite bony bear record okay the thing is with the exception zero out of, of ten right <laughs> worse than you said the big that. day yeah I, I, for, I forgot i did say that yep wait till my score jumps though it's gonna jump pretty big by the time you know um the thing though is with the exception of like one or two songs i kind of like every song on here and a couple yeah. of songs i think are really good so like it, it, i don't know i'm trying to balance this whole like as an album mm, not really huge on it but if you play some songs and more specifically like some very small portions of some songs like yeah i'm all about some of these moments on here um Mm -hmm. it just the album itself is kind of a it's the same issue i have with an album i have with individual songs in that like there's some decent ideas and decent moments but it doesn't really come together that's a lot of the songs on here and that's the album as a whole for me too uh, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. Know. No. Com- yeah. Completely agree. You nailed that. The the there are a lot of songs on here that I'm like, God damn, this is fantastic. But you, it, listening through, it get they get lost because of the it just the it the weirdness of the structure of the album. Um, some of the, you know, mm-hmm. it, it it just it, it doesn't they don't hold as much weight um, together as they do by themselves right 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 like yeah like like name however you pronounce it i don't know <laughs> what did you N-A-E-M. just say did you just say name oh i thought you said meme <laughs> me <laughs> like meme. i'm like did i this miss that track <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think oh, it's i, I think it's a, i think there it's might a, as well be a track named meme on here <laughs> <laughs> i want to say it's uh naim because i it's named after oh, a person naim so um uh okay yeah well whatever that one is yeah yeah the uh like the the crescendo on there this song as a whole the structure of it is really fantastic yeah i i really like that song uh, yeah the the passion in justin vernon's vo- voice the the build to the end the the chorus uh the, I, it's all there it's all fantastic mm-hmm. but like it, it really like that one is a, is a great example of something that I'm like fuck this is like an amazing song mm-hmm. but it gets lost within this the strangeness of how this album is constructed because none of the other songs really fit within a similar well they fit right. within a similar aesthetic but this the aesthetic is a little bit like experimentally safe 
And I think that it does it a lot. It does some of these tracks some injustice because of that. No, I, I totally agree with that. Like even the standout songs, um, within context, they kind of get dragged down into the mix. Like, uh, right. I think Hey Ma is a pretty, and I'm not alone on this, but it's one of the more standout songs on the record mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people. Uh, you know, just it's one of the more straightforward songs vocally. Um, he's, you know, it's got a nice melody and he's harmonizing with himself. It's kind of classic Boney Bear. Um, <clears throat> but it's sandwiched by a song called Holy Fields, which is has mm-hmm. these kind of weird bleepy bloops in it. And then on the other side of Hey Ma is You Man Like, which is a piano ballad that has like a dozen different vocal guests on it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I don't know. It, it's It's very hard to to kind of transition from one moment to the next if it's all kind of a mess frankly it, it's yeah it's kind of a sloppy album in a lot of ways uh, that sounds yeah, harsh for but sure yeah yeah that's a great word for it and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like cathartically sloppy either like it feels right. like a little bit like you man like is a great example it's my least favorite track on the album really like, okay yeah for sure um and i think that for me this is this is a great example of like the sloppiness but like without any sort of real cathartic like reason to Mm -hmm. do it you know what i mean like you could have sloppy albums that are like this doesn't really fucking make sense that this track comes after this but for some reason it works because of the you know whatever charisma or whatever charm they have but like Hema is such a different, like intense so different. kind of track. And then we go into you, man, like, which is like a fucking like campfire youth group. Like <laughs> we are the world gospel, <laughs> gospel track almost. <laughs> no, that's right. I, yeah. And, and like with that, just like bouncy, like piano, like <laughs> and sing along thing. It, it's just, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make much sense and it doesn't feel good once you've gone past that you know that's something that i'm always like you you is like the song that i'm like Fuck, i want to skip this <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i like the term cathartic sloppiness or whatever you said that's great i i really like that um you could, we could coin that term i guess there it is and <laughs> and as you were describing that term i immediately thought life of pablo which I think Perfect. I think it does that pretty well. Like great example. Yeah. So like I mean, obviously, like all the song. Hey, by the way, bringing it back to Kanye. Like this podcast yeah. knows how. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, how do we do it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean that album. You can't say it's really cohesive, but it's like there's enough confidence and charisma, like you were saying, to kind of it. It, it ends up working by the end, um, for, <laughs> for the most part. This time, I can't find like. Any three songs, any three song stretch that like feels natural to me on here, um, mm, yeah. And I wouldn't have as much of an issue with it if every song on here was kind of like he knocked it out of the park. But there's a lot of just meh um, for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I would agree with you. I think that like he when he knocked it out of the park, he really knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey Ma is a great song. I like the uh, IMI. Oh, okay. I like that a lot. Um, 
I like I like Faith. I like Salem. I like Shadaya. I like those songs a lot. And when I say a lot, I'm like these songs are great. Mm-hmm. But there, then he's got you know songs like You Man Like mm-hmm. that I really don't care for. Um, the the closer track with uh, Rabbi is completely fucking unnecessary. Yeah, to me. it's a it's a little schmaltzy, I guess. It's um, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, I, I looked at the genius thing, and he said, like, he kind of wanted to close this album off on a positive note. And it it seems that way. It seems like he's really trying to, like, t- you know, like, hey, we have all of this bad stuff going on, but it'll be okay in the end or something. You know, it's just kind of... Yeah, that, yeah, that and that's what I didn't like about, like, the, the especially, like, you, man, like, like... And so those two songs are great examples of that. <laughs> it, it felt so unnecessary because, like... You can't come off of like the you can't you can't go from that into like the um, intensity of of uh, not how do you say it Naim 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 I think Naim yeah yeah you, you you can't go from the from the schmaltzy like bullshit of like everybody's gonna be okay <laughs> of you man like. <laughs> into into that the intensity of naim with just like i mean it it doesn't it doesn't make sense it's like who is this guy like does he just think that like by singing it makes it sound like if he makes serious songs that's what makes things okay Mm -hmm. you know that so it it discredits like a little bit of the seriousness of the of the track i i I don't i don't fuck with the uh everything's gonna be okay yeah um mix of songs on here yeah that's not to say like those kind of tracks aren't aren't good but like i think it's within the structure of this it doesn't it doesn't work that's a that's a that's a good point um because you know rabbi like we said uh is kind of like this uplift uplifting closer it immediately follows shadaya which did yeah do you know what shadaya means like the word Uh, it's it's an abbreviation he made up and it stands for shittiest day in American history, and it refers. Oh my god! <laughs> dead ass, and it refers to the day Donald Trump got elected. So we're going from that song to, it's all going to be all right. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's weird to me. I don't know. It, it's it's yeah, like a mixed it, signal. Yeah, but it's not kinda. even like it's not even like it's all going to be all right. Like, here's a great example of of this um, of closing out on a maybe not positive note, but hopeful note, right? That, yeah, right, right, right. That right. Is, yeah. That is great. Nick Cave's 2016 album, mm, right? Yes, here we go. Lo- Bring love it. that album. I, I, Yeah, I do like to reference that one a lot. No, I mean, but, a lot of 2016 albums on this podcast today. We had, this is great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, fucking 22 A Million came out in 2016. Life of Pablo, too. Skeleton Tree, all of it. It's great. Yeah, 2016 is a great year. It was, yeah. Um, so an example of that right like this album is heartbreaking and fucked up all the way through it's Mm -hmm. just really really like bleak Mm -hmm. and then at the end we have the we have the closing track where the the words are like uh it's all right now like everything is about singing like on a hopeful note like that it really will end up okay because you know it has to it Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing like looking forward beyond tragedy great idea love that that's 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 good but this one i think the way that they closed it out after this was like again with that you man like 
like they're coming off of this seriousness of talking about like <laughs> you know I guess referencing just the fear and existential dread of Donald Trump getting elected and uh, and then moving into a track that's like man sun, sunlight feels really good doesn't it that's, that's like what they that. say yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of like that that kind of idea of like uh you know well if we just go to the beach then it should be good <laughs> <laughs> like, and anyway so that's uh that that's that's like my biggest uh real that is my biggest real complaint about this is the unnecessariness of the of the positive tracks on here right and or you know like with as inconsistent thematically as this album can be like you could argue that the real album is the positive side and that the negative tracks are the 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 ones that don't belong i guess like it depends on how you look at this album <laughs> yeah i guess yeah. that is true it's like if you remove shadaya and gel more and maybe a couple other tracks now it's like an album entirely about you know uplifting and, and hope and stuff yeah yeah that is true <laughs> so i don't know it, it just you pick your favorites i guess i don't know this is it becomes a cohesive record when you remove half of the tracks, but it's up to you yeah, to decide. Not a good, <laughs> yeah, that's not really the, the quality that you want to go for. <laughs> right. yeah, there, you know, there were so many songs on my first listen that um, I actually really liked this album on my first listen. Uh, I guess it's like a, a shrinker, I guess. Like if we call it grower when it gets better over time, yeah. uh, I kind of feel like this is a shrinker because (laughs) there are like those moments that kind of stick out um like i am i uh there's that at the beginning he breaks into that classic boney vaird falsetto harmony right at the beginning and i'm like okay here Mm -hmm. we go this is it and then uh you know like on a song like we where uh the first like 20 seconds has like this really cool beat to it i don't know what's going on with it Mm -hmm. it's, it's really groovy and cool and you know, for me, both of those songs just kind of like fade into just eh. I don't care after that. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's really weird. It, it, the first impression with this album is really good, and the first impression with a lot of these songs is pretty good. And then by the end, I just don't care anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, I found myself like trying to like it a little bit more than I right um, than I really. But, you know, that doesn't take away from some of the, like, the really high points on here. Right, right. Yeah. Actually, that's yeah, a good I don't point. know. I, I should get into some of that, because I've been negative Nancy the entire time. So I should... Yeah. Uh, it, my favorite stretch of songs, not necessarily my favorite songs per se, but I love the stretch from Faith to Marion to Salem. I really mm-hmm. like that stretch. Faith is my favorite song in the record. Um, it's, it's a song that actually has like a a defined structure to it. The instrumentation builds upon itself. Uh, you know, it's kind of this acoustic ballad at first and then electric guitar kind of comes in additional, like choral vocals join the mix. It, it, it develops. And so I really like that because that's, I don't feel like a lot of these songs, develop as much as they just kind of drastically shift from one idea to the other so i really appreciated faith for that then it goes into marion which is like this really pretty acoustic ballad just kind of a straightforward like 
here's Justin Vernon and a guitar make some magic happen. It sounds great. And then, yeah, yeah, like that's just it's just like a God. What's the Fleet Foxes song? Uh, on um, Blue Spotted Tail. It kind of reminds oh, me. Of that. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know Robin Pecknolder, Justin Vernon sitting down with a guitar, just doing their beautiful vocal thing. Sounds great. And then Salem is one song on here that I actually really like the electronic side of the instrumentation throughout the whole song. Um, Most of the electronic stuff doesn't always work for me. It just kind of jumps all over the place, and sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Salem, I think it's pretty good throughout. Um, And they Mm -hmm. throw some brass in there, which I'm all about. I I always love brass. The podcast knows They had great... Yeah, they had great brass all over the place on this. Uh, the use of the saxophone was really well yeah. executed. On a yeah. Shadaya, I think, that sax section was really good. Oh, fantastic. It's like my favorite this, part uh, of the song. Yeah. Real quick before I talk about also pauses, just a mm-hmm. quick complaint again with the rabbi uh, ending. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing, Shadaya was like a perfect ending. Yes, like, yeah. That's the thing, too. I felt like at the end of Shadaya it really explodes at, into just like a very ethereal and emotional like um light but have you know what i mean that like just very heavy contrast but ends on a very light pretty poignant note no it's a good uh, i love i love shaddai it's great that's a great and, point. and i'm like oh the album's over and then <laughs> rabbi goes on like feels good now <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good call and like you just totally made the case to me that that song should not have even been on the record or at <laughs> least earlier in the record something anything yeah, but they could yeah they could have just sandwiched you man like and that together and been like all right this is the happy stuff and then we're gonna move on right because because <laughs> rabbi like and i'll let you get to your positives but i just want to say this real quick rabbi like some other songs on here kind of ends awkwardly so it's it's kind of an awkward ending song anyway just because yeah. the last it just kind of ends on a wet fart you know just kind of yeah just like <laughs> the worst way to end. yeah just terrible just kind of like yeah Okay, well, that was the album. Like, I don't know. It, it's just... Uh, anyway, you had positives, you said. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that... that but Shadaya, like uh, I said, this is the best closer track on the album. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. I, I features one of Bone Bear's <laughs> best closing tracks. However... <laughs> it is not the closer track. <laughs> Real shit though. It, it, it yeah. is. It's great. That that is a beautiful, a beautiful track. Mm-hmm. Love that. I like Faith a lot. Yeah. I uh, love the build. Love love the place that you end up at with it. How how different it is um, from where we started at. Um, n- uh, name name. I can't. Jesus Christ. Say the name. <laughs> we'll Dude. just call it. We'll just call it meme from here on out. Meme. <laughs> can't say the name but that's my favorite track <laughs> oh really okay okay you know that's good yeah no i love i love this track so this one is uh this brings back all of the like what what i think has been justin vernon's selling point with bony bear since the beginning and that is like his passion yeah because then because like with for emma um, like, I mean, Skinny Love is the obvious example from it, but I mean, if you want the most obvious example, here's like, you know, that this is the reason why it's because 
people love it because of how impassioned his vocals are on the track. Mm-hmm. And he's had that quality going through his old discography. He's really, really good at bringing that. And this is like one of the best examples I've ever heard him do of it. Um, the brass is like ma- magnificent yes. on it. The build from the beginning is just fantastic. Um, this is it's an amazing song like I really really love this song and it sucks because it, it does get lost a bit in the in the mix of of what's happening but I really really like it. I think they nailed nailed it with that uh, hey ma is hey ma is a good song I don't like it as much as I did at first same here yeah yeah it, it's it, it is a good song though I, I I do think it is it is good but it's not it, it's not my favorite it's probably not even like uh, I don't know. It may not even be top three. Um, something I like about it, though, it's like this kind of like a hip hop style to it, almost. Yeah, I was thinking like um, Blonde kind of came to mind. Like I don't know why. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Here's the, this is gonna sound really like bad and not objective at all, but I really liked <laughs> I liked Hey Ma, and then I read the Pitchfork review for this album. And yeah. so I think I have just reaction bias because they they claimed in the review uh, on Hey Ma, by the way, immediately one of Bon Iver's best songs and then just went on with the oh, review. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, it, uh, like, it's pretty good, but like immediately one of the best. And so now yeah. now I'm like every time I listen to it, I'm like. I think I'm overanalyzing, trying to figure out why it's like. Yeah, you're like, yeah, fuck you, Pittsburgh is not immediately like, one of the yeah, best. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Holocene is immediately one of Boney oh, Bear's best yeah. songs. Like, Great th- example, yeah. Yeah, love that. That's probably my favorite Boney Bear song. That song is gorgeous. Um, Blindsided. Like, I love, love a lot of Boney Bear. That's the other thing, by the way. We're both pretty solid Boney Bear fans uh, throughout. Oh, know, I love, yeah, I, yeah. I've always loved Boney Bear. Like, you know, I guess I haven't always. It's only been like three albums beyond right. this, but like, it's not <laughs> like I'm like, wow, dude, since the beginning. <laughs> well, it's weird because, like, yeah, you're right. It's this is only like his fourth album, but when we got into yeah. music like 11 years ago or whatever, like, really got into, you know, kind of the, the pre steps yeah. of what we do now, that was like when Forama was popular. So, like, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he's, he is a, uh, a, a he, Bon Iver, as a, you know what right, I mean by right. that. Um, I'm telling you, man, it's tough to keep track. <laughs> it is, it is tough. I, I do, because I just think of Justin Vernon. When, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, but Bon Iver really is like a seminal band for, like, mm-hmm. my, an hour, I'm sure, like, getting Absolutely. into music. Absolutely. And for, yeah, for me, I think the self-titled album too was really what like, like did it for like holy shit. There's a lot of really really cool shit out there. So anyway, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that we we are we are not Bony Bear haters. No, by any not means. at all. I definitely really wanted to like this album a lot. Right, right, because it was like I was looking forward to this record. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, I, I kind of before I forget, there was something you said when you were talking about meme. Um, you said something about (laughs) (laughs) you said and I agree like definitely uh, about how people kind of respond to Justin Vernon's passion Um, and I I agree with that and I think that's part of the reason why I tend to just prefer traditional Bon Iver in general in comparison to like experimental Mm. Bon Iver 
because I'm looking at my favorite songs on this album, and it's Faith, Marion, and uh, Naeem. And those are like three of the least experimental songs on the record. Yeah. And so I think when he goes experimental, he's either warping his voice or like making his voice not as much. He's kind of restricting himself vocally a little bit. It's, he's not putting his voice out in the forefront. And so it's hard to hear kind of that passion because it is electronic music and he is kind of doing some auto-tune vocoder stuff. That passion doesn't really come through, yeah. but it does come through on songs like Naeem and, and Faith and Hey Ma, even. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. I, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that is that is very, very good because I, yeah, that's how I feel about like the majority of these tracks is when I when I don't get the passion from it, I, it feels unnecessary because there's not there's not as much uh interesting like instrumentation there's not like so much like whoa i've never heard something like this before where i'm like you know where i'm like oh okay yeah this is this this fits this is a new thing that i like about yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i I, and i think that was what the biggest thing for me was on 22 a million too is because you know the experimentation was the prominent aspect of it and i was like uh, you know it, it didn't settle with me because i think it wasn't what i was expecting from mm-hmm. Bear. but ultimately that worked better than this because he committed fully to experimentation as opposed to mixing different yes. kind of old and new styles like he did with uh the, with high eye totally agreed he's yeah he owned he owned it more on that album Whereas here, yeah. it's just kind of like, uh, I do like this style, and I'll do some more songs in that lane. But so I don't know. It's that's that's a great way to put it. Is he committed more so on twenty two a million, and he committed more so on his traditional albums too. He just committed to a more like traditional sound. Here, it's yeah. it's neither it's committing to neither and so it's kind of like a little half-assed in the in the result yeah Um, yeah there's so much more loose it doesn't it doesn't feel tight enough yeah right so we're a little over you know we're about 45 minutes in or so i didn't have much else to say is is there anything you wanted to get to um yeah i mean Oh, 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 not really. I guess actually, unless yeah, something just came to mind. I because uh, you know, it's not really about the songs themselves. But how did you like the uh, the album rollout where he does these listening parties across the country, and then the next day he releases yeah. every song hour by hour, like on the hour, and eventually the entire album's out we're doing this podcast 11 days before the album was supposed to come out. Yeah. Um, so I, how do you feel about all that? It, it again, felt extremely unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it was so unnecessary, like to do it that way. It was very pretentious. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think that, you know, it is fine, whatever, but like, why even set an album date? It made that that made it feel like you know he's doing his listening parties. That's cool, but then it made it feel like you know what? Fuck it, let's just release. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. But then to do it like 
all each song comes out one after another hour by hour like why do that what, yeah. what's the point well in it, the, maybe maybe it's because he realized justin very realized that the songs hold more weight on their own than they do as an album <laughs> actually that might be a pretty good point <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, the uh, like some of these songs are really good, but I listened to the whole album all the way through, <laughs> and I think we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so the I guess one song, song quote unquote, we haven't talked about is "Ye." It's the intro. Yeah. Do you know that? Like, so during this whole release thing, "Ye" was released exclusively to our Bony Bear. Like the Bony Bear subreddit got ye, and that's the, that's the only place it was available. Like at first, until it became on uh, right. streaming exactly. services, exactly. Or you know, what? someone probably someone probably leaked it from Reddit onto YouTube or something like that. Whatever. But every other song was like immediately accessible, like on the hour. Ye was just on our Bony Bear. <laughs> Yeet, like the thirty second, like nothing yeah. burger of a song, and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking weird. It's so weird. I kind of like it just because, like, what the hell? But I it is, like it is very pretentious. Yeah, I I like the complete like unnecessariness of it, but it's also just like it, it speaks to like what this album right. is. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just like a fucking like just someone screwing around. Like, hey, are you recording? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're uh, they're in a. I read the story of the song. I found this very fascinating. Like in comparison to a lot of other songs on here, I'm like, why the hell is this on here? So I looked into it, and I think they recorded something in a barn. Like there was just some noises going on in a barn, and so they recorded it. It's kind of like a Godspeed thing, honestly. Like it's <laughs> yeah, that is that is kind of cool. You, yeah. Like some you're recording ambient, like field noises and stuff. Right, right. So so it is kind of cool, and I kind of yeah. like it. But it, it kind of gets ruined by the I really well. It does. It does. Um, but oh, that's weird that they. It's they, so unnecessary <laughs> that they did it that way. Like they recorded field noises, but they kept in the like, "Hey man, are you recording?" <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny to me i don't know um so yeah okay anyway that's that's pretty much all i had to had to say before final thoughts um, yeah that was no that was a good call because honestly and th- this is the thing too it's like um i i forgot that it rolled out that way because like releasing each track every hour for me i was like all right i'm just gonna wait for a few hours right. like, I, I was at work <laughs> anyway like okay yeah just... <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna just like listen okay and then i'm gonna wait okay now i can listen to it right and the songs were out of order too it wasn't like you know he's releasing the track list it was like he re- I, I forget which one was first but he bounced around the track list again kind of suggesting that it really doesn't matter it, it like cohesion yeah. cohesion was not a thing that was you know discussed on this record <laughs> so i don't know yeah i i don't know i don't know I, yeah maybe on shuffle itself i'm sure i actually on shuffle it sounds <laughs> better than it does on in its track listing but the point is like if you're the way you release it is the way that we have to look at it so that's right yeah uh, i mean what do you want yeah. us to do try to figure it out i don't know we're we're not we're not open minded enough, I guess. <laughs> That's actually a fair point. Um, <laughs> that is kind of true. 
And you know, (laughs) I almost was about to defend ourselves, but then I caught myself and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. (laughs) When when push comes to shove, we're not. We shouldn't. We shouldn't pat ourselves on the back (laughs) on that. But (laughs) right, yeah. Um. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Final thoughts. Who wants to go first? Let's talk about them. Um, Yeah. I, I guess well, I go first this time because oh, look at you. Okay. in in the spirit of not conforming to cohesion, <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll do. Will usually goes first, so I'll go first. How about this? Switching it up, pretty this experimental. Is, yeah, huh? this is, yeah, right. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if this works out well. Yes, yes. it might not make any sense. Eight point eight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this, yeah, this album has a lot of heart to it that I really, really love. Like, the, there is there is a lot of semblance of uh, peace, and but also, like, emotional um, core to it that is intense um, and satisfying. There really are a lot of moments to this that are, and like I said, the digestion of this album really has been one of the more satisfying mm-hmm. um, things for me because there is it is complicated to feel about how, like how I feel about this album because there's so many great tracks that you know that that if if a few things were trimmed here and there this would be like a great record um, but you know cohesion like we said themes um, lack of lack of an of of a real focused idea really hurt the overall product on this like the overall idea of what this album is i I still have no idea what this album is supposed to be you know my (laughs) my the the next up from this so this is probably this is yeah okay this is my least favorite bony bear record Mm -hmm. and up from here is 22 a million but at least 22 a million like i know exactly what that album's ideas are you know what to think of it this one i still don't even know what to think of it mm-hmm. like is it just i'm i'm at peace now so i'm fucking around doing whatever i want is it you know i i'm not i'm not sure exactly where it's going with it so you know that hurts um again some great songwriting on here uh, again, though, with that, it's like not even the best songwriting from Justin Verne I've got, but still pretty good songwriting. Song structures, there's some really good moments on here. There's just a few standout moments that are really I don't like, and that's You Man Like and Rabbi, and I genuinely don't like those. I think that they're unnecessary and they should go. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, though, I'm pretty positive on this record, I will say. But it's not it's not to the point where it like it, it's it still makes it like it still is like kind of forgettable because like I am very positive about it, but it's just as an overall listen so hard to really like leave with something intense and uh, memorable. So and, and so with that, I will give this album the score that I generally give albums that I feel aren't going to be very memorable and that's a six out of ten mm, six out of ten yeah very very well said i i agree on a lot of that <clears throat> excuse me i um i really like how you um 
took time to mention that this is in some ways uh, a rewarding listen it's um it's mm-hmm. it's the kind of album that as someone who reviews music but more so as someone that likes to kind of dig deep into the music i'm listening to be a more active listener i enjoy this album in that respect because it it made me ask a lot of questions like how do i feel about where he's going where is he going do i Mm -hmm. do i prefer or why do i prefer justin vernon's or bon iver's more traditional music when I, there's plenty of experimental music that I like, what am I not getting with this one? There's there's a lot of questions I'm asking myself, and so it yeah I have listened to this quite a lot, definitely more than I've listened to the Chance album. Uh, <laughs> that that <laughs> oh in, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> which is odd because I I figured that album out after like three listens. This one I I still don't have figured out. Um. So that's why, you know, I mentioned disappointment. I am disappointed in this record, but the word is conflicted, I think, with me. Because there is a lot to like, you know, like you mentioned. Um, His voice, when it's not weirdly modulated at times, is as beautiful as ever. Uh, The production is frequently either interesting or exciting, and sometimes both. Um unfortunately for me it's pretty rare that all the elements come together to make a very good song um nearly every song here has a couple of moments that i enjoy and nearly every song here has a couple of head scratchers um Mm -hmm. i think i think the songs here that reach their full potential or at least like come pretty close to it are the more traditional songs and you know, that's another question I was asking myself is like, okay, why is that the case? I think that's partially because I just prefer his traditional approach. And it's partially, I think, because it's it's more difficult to compose an experimental song that also feels like well-crafted and well-executed. Because a traditional song, it's more straightforward. It's It's less difficult to put yeah. the melody and the lyrics and the vocals together with experimentation that's the whole point you're taking a risk it's much more difficult to pull off and i don't think he does pull it off much of the time here and part of that is subjective but part of that is just i think he's not as well equipped to construct those type of songs so the experimental side of bon Iver has always left something to be desired for me yeah i agreed with you on that so the, the that the the weird thing with that is the the whole experimentation thing is it's not as experimental as Twenty Two a Million, but I much prefer that album uh, to I I. Mm-hmm. Again, asking myself a question: Why? Uh, and it, it kind of goes back to that identity thing we've been talking about, where Twenty Two a Million owns itself. You know, it, it's it's a confident record. This I don't think is. It's not experimental in the way that 22 a million is experimental, but it's also not as traditional or as accessible as Forema Forever Ago. It's in that that no man's land, um, and it, it kind of results in an album that tries to do way too much. So even while I love the stretch from Faith to uh, Marion to Salem, they arguably do not belong on the same record 
much less like immediately adjacent to each other. It's just odd. It, it's an odd experience. All of that said, I don't dislike this album because there are too many like interesting decisions and impressive moments that like keep me from disliking the album. And, you know, I've been, you know, a fan of Bon Iver since I was calling him Bon Iver in high school. You know, like yep. <laughs> way back in the day, we've been fans of his, um, them, his slash them, whatever it is. But I can't deny that this is my least favorite record of theirs. And I think objectively the least impactful of theirs. I guess time will tell on that. I'm giving it a five out of 10. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's man. Yeah. I wish I liked this more than I did, but, uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. Yeah. It's a it, it is a hopefully this is what I'll say. Hopefully we come back um, a few years from now and have a similar yes. feeling like with twenty two a million where it's like yeah actually that turned out better than I thought it did. Right. But I, I don't I I don't really see that. <laughs> don't <no>. really <laughs> see that happening. <laughs> I don't either. I, you know, and I think I gave it a seven at the time. I think it's like a solid eight and a half or whatever now like i think that record's really good but um yeah this one though i don't not only do i not see it growing on me it's just it wasn't it's not good enough for me to want to go back to it a lot uh which is yeah yeah i i I agree with you on that yeah so so i'm glad that not only do you because i thought you were gonna love this so I thought, yeah. so I'm glad you <laughs> well, started. I I yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's same here. I saw the 8.8 uh, and I was like, all right, this is going to be great. Um, I was prepped. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you started your discussion with like, I understand why some people aren't, you know, really feeling this album all that much. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Now that, <laughs> now if I come with my opinion, he's not going to be mad at me. And it turns out we feel, yeah. we feel kind of similarly on this. So, um. So yeah, that's just how it works out sometimes. Yeah. Yep. So uh so that's nice. that's Bony Bear, I comma I, average rating of five and a half out of ten, if you combine ours. Um so can't say we recommend it really. It's just kind of lukewarm. There's plenty of other music out there. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the first time Bony Bear won't make my year end top fifty. Uh kind of a shame. If you don't if you don't like this album don't 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 strain too hard trying to like it just right. because it's Bon Iver. Right. Take the yeah. take the loss and go listen to some some of the other really good shit that's out there right now. Right. Right. Yep. There's plenty there's of a it. lot of there's a lot of really good music out there right now. There's plenty of it. Plenty of it. Um. All right, Pat. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're we're still kind of figuring out what we want to do next time, but uh, until then. Thank you all for listening and bye-bye.